0: Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. My name's Wendy, and this podcast will help you invest in houses of multiple occupation. Today's video is all about how to use low-cost and no-cost tools to help save you time and money in your business. So if you're running an HMO or a property business and you'd like to save some money on your monthly subscriptions and using the latest free low-cost or no-cost tools please carry on watching. So in today's video, I'd like to share with you four key apps that I use every day, every week in my business to manage over 150 HMO rooms, a portfolio of single-let properties and some commercial properties as well. And we do this using some very, very low-cost tools, and I'm going to share these with you today to help you to implement them. They're easy to implement, they're quick, they're fast, and they're secure. And I think these could be the tools that could really help you to scale your business to the next level. The first tool that I'd like to introduce you to is a way of helpfully managing your money. Now, you may already have a business bank account, which is what I'd suggest that you open when you first start working in property, whether you're going to be developing or trading, you need a business bank account. Now it's all very well having a number of spreadsheets that you track your income and your expenditure with, but a spreadsheet can be very time consuming, particularly because a lot of the work that's needed to be done will be done manually. Wouldn't it be easier if every month you could produce a chart that would show you the profit and loss of your business, of each of the properties that you have, Uh, perhaps of the the income and the outgoings and a cash flow forecast. So the very first tool I'd like to share with you is a tool that uh, we we stumbled across actually just a few years ago and it's a double entry bookkeeping system that allows us to track all our income and outgoings. It's called Quickfile and I'm just going to share it with you. So here on the screen you can see the link to Quickfile it's called quickfile.co.uk and if I open up the URL, this is the front page of Quickfile. And as it says, it's cloud accounting made easy. Now the benefit of Quickfile is it is very, very easy to use and it's got some great Trustpilot reviews to show how easy it is. But the best thing about Quickfile is not only that you can capture receipts because they have a Quickfile app that allows you to keep track of all your receipts, Uh, not only that it's designed well so it's easy to use, but, this is the best part. It's free for small or medium sized accounts. So if you have transactions of a volume of less than a thousand per annum, you will not pay anything for this tool so it allows you to track income to track expenditure to assign those costs to various different properties you can you you can set up something called a nominal ledger which will allow you to assign codes to those particular properties and it really is a very very easy way of keeping on top of all your income and expenditure if you have a business that uh, may become VAT registered you can do VAT returns so if you're doing something like serviced accommodation or you're working in the commercial sector and you might decide to use a VAT registration to uh, as you grow your business, it can do that too. It's really easy to use. You can set up automatic bank feeds. So every day, the, the, the feeds come straight into QuickFile and allow you to tag the income and expenditure of your business. So we use Quickfile in both our businesses and it works really, really well. And as I say, it's free to use for up to a thousand transactions. What could be better? The next tool that I'd like to use with you is probably one that you're already using and it is Google. A lot of people use Google for the search algorithm and they're probably the biggest search engine in the world right now. And Google also has got a number of apps and tools. If you haven't explored those before, you haven't come across them, you might not realize just how flexible they are and how easy they are to use. Google runs two levels of accounts. You probably have a free account, most people have a free Google account, and that is a really good entry level account. And I'm going to share with you some of the things that the entry level account, which is completely free, can allow you to do and allow you to access. So many people are familiar with this screen, which is the the Google search engine. And you'll see, you know, it's just the normal Google uh, logo with the Google search engine in the middle. If we look up to the top right hand corner of the screen, you'll see the W which shows that I've signed in and the little checkerboard that's next to it. If I click on that checkerboard, you'll see the tray will open and there are lots more apps that appear in that tray. These are some fantastic apps that Google has produced, which you can use absolutely free of charge to manage your business with. So you've got YouTube, Gmail, contacts, the Play Store, and and many others. But the one that I would like to share with you today that I think could be the hub of how you manage your business is Google Drive. Now this is the the uh, the, three-sided triangle with the three different colors on it, green, yellow, and blue. So if I open up Google Drive, this is a test account that I've uh, opened up just to to share with you the kind of examples that you uh, you can create for yourself within your business. Now, depending on whether you're actually managing your tenants yourself or managing your properties yourself will, of course, depend on the kind of tools and the information and the data that you need to collect within uh, the Google Drive. So let's imagine that you have a list of properties. So here we have a couple that I've created earlier, 15 The Avenue and 20 The Street. Now let me look in at the 20th Street folder. So if I open 20th Street, folder. You can see I've got a couple of uh, files in there already. Let's go back to My Drive. Um, I'll go to 15 The Avenue. Now, 15 The Avenue, as you can see, I've populated with a lot more data. So in 15 The Avenue, I've got a a series of subfolders, which helps me to organize all my folders. So, From the minute that you start to buy a property, the minute you start to do some conveyancing on a property, you could create a folder in Google Drive that holds all your documents for that property. Here we have uh, financials, licensing, photos, tenancies. This is a live property that's now up and running and I've put all of that information into this folder. But the beauty of this is that by defining your Google Drive by your addresses, it's much easier to organize the file. It's much easier to organize all those folders. And if you have a very set structure for each of those folders, it's much easier therefore to navigate. And when it comes to employing people or using a virtual assistant or having somebody who can come in and help you with your business as you grow, if you've got a structure for those folders, and you've got a very easy way to navigate the folders, you'll find it so much easier to delegate any jobs that come up and where where somebody has to use that information. Now, let me just click in. Uh, I haven't actually put any tenants in there, but into that tenancy folder, I would be able to add a copy of the Assured Shorthold Tenancy, which we do all online. So it's all all electronic, Uh, a welcome pack, and any of the ID from that particular tenant. You must make sure, of course, under GDPR, that if you are collecting data from tenants and you're storing it on something like Google, that you are licensed with the Information Commissioner's office. You must, be, you must have a certificate to show that you are adhering to all the guidelines around data processing and keeping data safe. So Google not only allows you to store documentation, but it also allows you to be very creative with the way that you track and trace information. So let's imagine that you have a situation whereby you want to uh, check your tenant's rents. You can do this through QuickFile. Quick File. will allow you to create a recurring invoice. Now that invoice doesn't get sent to the tenant unless you want it to. But what it does allow you to do is to create a, an entry that says, John Smith on the 1st of April and there on every month needs to pay you £550 rent. As the money comes into Quickfile, as the bank feed comes into Quickfile, it will link the two together. So it will see £550 and it will say, is this from John Smith? John Smith has an outstanding invoice, should I tag these together? And you can then go down that whole list tagging them. But what if John Smith pays two days late? What if the, you've got two tenants both paying £550 and it's not clear on the bank feed which one should link with which payment? What you may want to therefore do is have a secondary system that backs up the quick file system. So this is the rental collections sheet. So let me open this and I'll show this to you. So within Google, you have some fantastic tools that are really easy to use. And this would be one which you could you could easily develop so spreadsheets within Google is 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 they are fantastically helpful and because you can share a spreadsheet with somebody else and they can they can also edit it at the same time as you being on that spreadsheet there's a great sense of collaboration with with Google spreadsheets now Another benefit of using Google is the form function. So here on the right, this is a form I created earlier. Let's imagine you wanted to do a bit of a survey of your tenants, you want to find out what food they eat, for example. So you could create a form, and uh, the great thing about Google Forms is, again, very, very easy to use. So I've created one here, which is food eaten by tenants. Do you eat takeaway food? Yes, no, maybe. Which type do you prefer? And do you add any condiments to your food? Now, once I've created that form on Google, I can have a look at it by looking at the, the, the little eye icon here in the middle. I can click on it to have a look at it, see if I think, yeah, that looks, that looks about right. I'm happy, happy with the look of that, that form. And then you can send a link. So you can send this form to your tenants and ask them to complete it. Now, the other benefit you have with uh, using Google Forms is once the tenants start to send in the replies, you can look at their responses. So in this uh, situation, I haven't had any responses to that form yet. But the benefit is, again, of Google is that you can open a spreadsheet. Google will automatically create a spreadsheet in which the responses are received. So you will see responses appear in this section on the screen within Google Forms, but you can also see the responses appear in a linked spreadsheet. So if, for example, you are running this form every month, it might be for uh, new tenants who have moved in, it might be to collect tenant data, it might be on maintenance, you can create a long spreadsheet that contains all of that information. So again, I think that's a really, really useful tool um, because it allows you to collect data month by month on your business and see what's actually going on. Now, um, as well as uh, forms and spreadsheets in Google, you also have letters, you have have docs. Uh, So here is um, a document that I've written about Google Forms and Sheets. Um, You've also got other tools as well. If we go back up into the the right-hand corner, uh, into the the tray, you can see if I scroll down into the tray, you've got sheets, docs, um, slides, which is a bit like PowerPoint presentation, um, Google Earth, so you can do some views of the earth, Google Keep, which is the note system, uh, and so on. Lots and lots of incredibly useful tools. The other one is Google Photos. If you, uh, or, or if, you, if you want a way of organizing all your photos and organizing them by property, again, keeping them in Google Photos is a really good way of keeping them safe and secure. So I think you can tell I'm a really big fan of Google. Um, in our business, we use Google for practically everything apart from the double entry bookkeeping system, but we use Google for most other things. So I would encourage you to explore Google because I think it can be a really fantastic way of being able to uh, set up your business for free and to have those tools working for you. And at the same time, they're tools that you can then apply to other members of your team. The third tool that I want to share with you today that I think is really cool for managing projects or managing processes or tasks is Trello. There are lots of these kind of tools out there, but I think Trello is one of the best. I really like its design. I like its features and I like the way that it can work with a number of team members. So let me share with you my Trello board. So. You can set up separate events boards, um, sorry, you can set up separate boards for Trello, which allows you to group people by different events or different tasks that they've got to do. And it enables you to to put people into those different groupings. So here you can see for my business, HMO Success, which is my mentoring and training business, that uh, there are a few activities here for events. And the great thing about this is that, let's say I wanted to, um, I could add a new list, and I could call it food for events Um, and then I could add a card so the card is the task system Um, so let's say uh, I would like Naomi who's my VA uh, Naomi to send link to food questionnaire to all delegates she could just as easily be doing this for for, let's say if you wanted her to do something for your tenants and once i've created that card i can add that and then i can um add naomi if i change the members here i can add naomi to that card and then she has her initials on the card so she knows that's an activity or an action for her so every few days every week you can go into that Trello board and see what your staff members or your team members or your virtual assistant are working on. You can also have it as a to-do list for yourself. It's a very handy way of ensuring that you get everything out of your head and onto the Trello board and you can separate it by project. So you might have an HMO that you're buying, you might have an HMO that you're in the middle of refurbishing and you might have an HMO that you're tenanting. Sometimes managing all those different tasks in your head can be quite a challenge. So this is a really good way of making sure that you have all those tasks listed out and you know what the deadlines are and who's got to be achieving those separate individual tasks. So I find Trello, again, another really useful tool. And it's another one that's absolutely free to use. And then a final tool that uh, I'm sure you're probably already using in your business is WhatsApp. Now, many of us are familiar with using WhatsApp on our phone, but one of the things that we don't always realize is that you can actually use it on your laptop or your desktop as well. So on my desktop, I've got uh, got WhatsApp and it's very useful because it means that I can send fast messages because I can type uh, quicker on my laptop than I can on my phone. You can also do voice messages, which are very useful, and you can do video messages, Um, So this is for example, um, one of my my chats with one of my team members earlier this week and WhatsApp is a really helpful uh, tool because it allows you to communicate quickly It allows you to have lots of different threads going and I tend to archive my threads so that I can see exactly what's live at that point in time and it means that I can keep it tidy and I know that I'm on top of all my messages so whatsapp is a kind of immediate tool more so than trello but it allows you to group different people so for example if you have a refurbishment team or you have a lettings team or you might even want to set up a whatsapp group for a group of tenants for example you can really easily do that on whatsapp so i hope that today's videos helped give you a bit of an insight into some of those completely free tools that we use and that you can also use to run your business. Many of these may take a little bit of learning and a bit of adaptation, but once you get to learn them and once you get to use them, you'll find they're all super easy to use. There is a myth that you have to spend a lot of money on apps and tools and systems for your business. You really don't. By being clever, by being smart, and by being good with your admin, you can do this absolutely free make more profit. Don't give it to other people. If you think this video is valuable, please feel free to share it with anybody else who you think might be interested. And please hit subscribe to my YouTube channel. And I look forward to speaking to you very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the HMO Success Podcast.